Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello, welcome to Six Bits Pod. I'm Ryan O'Connell over there, Ray Foley. You can email us sixbitspod at gmail.com. We are 14 minutes, 14 minutes late starting this. Even though I got back, I rushed to get back here on time to record. Uh, Maureen has finally joined us and we're now in a position to start recording. Which kind of casts a sort of a gloom over the beginning of proceedings. So it needs to be addressed at the outset, I feel, rather than pretending our way through it. Do you know what I mean? Okay, Ray. Go, go. Get, get your feelings that, out there. That's it. I've, I have, it's out now. That's, that's the way it is. Hi, guys. I was, I was late this morning. It's a beautiful day, though. It Lots is a Lots going day. on in the world. And my head might explode. Donald Trump's got the COVID, which is uh, an interesting turn up for the for the the state of the world. Uh, my phone was like my phone was nuclear this morning at half past six in the morning that Donald Trump had the COVID. Now, there's a couple of ways of looking at it. One is Fanar, you've got the COVID. The man who said COVID's no big deal, blah blah blah. Uh, or two. This is a way of getting out of the next debates and uh, making it all about him in the run-up to the election. What are you... (laughs) I hate the fact. I absolutely hate the fact that I cannot take someone having COVID at face value and that my brain is automatically going, yeah, those conspiracy theories could be true, that he could be doing this and 10 days he re-emerges saying, COVID isn't a big deal. I told you it wasn't a big deal. Look at me. I got better after 10 days. And that it was all a big ploy to be, well, I can't do that debate now. I can't do that. And that he gets sympathy. And then he says, but I recovered from it so easily. So what's everyone going on about? It's not a big deal. It's just like having a cold. I hate the fact that my brain has gone there and I can't just take someone having COVID at face value. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Hey, it's really getting to me this morning. It's really, really annoying me. Um, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about Melania, actually, uh, and not, uh, less about Trump. Uh, mm. Of course, he could be one of those people that it actually, that he does have a bad experience with. Like, Boris had a pretty bad time and we all leapt to the same conclusions about Boris as well. He, that this is I know, a but then stunt. he's, with his, there's so many, the, there's so many people, and listen, I get it. I'm, I'm trying not to listen to conspiracy theories, but so many people that are going, he doesn't have it. And this was the October surprise. This has been planned for ages for him to yeah. say that he has COVID. And the Melania tapes have just been released. So that squashes everything uh, by talking about the, because this takes over the news cycle. It stops everything about Amy Comey Barrett, that lunatic oh, yeah. he has, um, he, he is nominated to the Supreme Court, who it has emerged has signed a letter in 2006 to say that life begins at fertilisation and that IVF should be criminalised, which even amongst anti-abortionists is kind of an extreme view. Um, and, And that there's no actual deep dive look into anything that's going on. It's just Trump has COVID. Do you think, uh, <sighs> there's a couple of things, well, well, one I wanted to ask you, uh, do you think there actually was uh, an October surprise? I'm inclined to believe, because he's such a lunatic and he just says things, it's yeah. like, there's going to be an October surprise and 
you know, typically the American media takes him at face value and it's like, oh, he's got something planned. Whereas, of course, like everything else in his presidency, there is no plan. It's just, I'll come up with something in October. Type yeah, yeah. That's something. But then now it's just like when he said October surprise, this is the October surprise. I am more surprised that Melania and Donald share anything, even if it's just a diagnosis. I'm just really <laughs> surprised by that. I mean, to think that they were, they were in, maybe they both got it off whole picks individually oh, rather than keep, at one giving it to the other. They keep on pushing that. Clo- Hope Hicks, a close aide of both yeah. Donald and Melania. It's not like, oh, they had to be in the same room the night <laughs> of the debate. Though they did have to be in the same room the night of the debate. But have you listened to any of the Melania tapes? I haven't, no. I'm, I no. was reading about them this morning. But um, uh, this is about the... the, the, child, the, the she's She's not happy because... He has been, or the administration has been criticised for their policy on family separations at the border. She just, yeah, she sounds really like him. Okay. They all sound the same. It was very much like, well, the Obamas did it beforehand. It's not. And it's like, no, Obama didn't do anything like this beforehand. He didn't separate children from their parents. He did if they came over the border by themselves or they thought that they were being trafficked. He never separated families. It's not my fault. It's it's she speaks the exact same. And what was that? Way, was that a private conversation or was that an interview or what was the no, context for the recording? It's with a very close age, a very close friend um, of Melania's for the last 10 years. And she worked in the East Wing with Melania and she recorded private conversations. Like it's... it's Some pretty, close friend. Uh, yeah, they fell, she fell out of favour or something happened there recently and then she's released all of these tapes too. Like Anderson Cooper was playing them. I was like, what? And the is that the worst? Is, is the, the separation thing the worst of it? Um, it just shows that, yeah, the, the separation thing is what, what's been released so right. far. And whether there's going to be more, I'm not sure. She also goes into, um, remember when she wore that... The jacket. C- jacket. Yeah. yeah the, the army, I don't care on the back of it. And she goes into that. She talks about that. But she sounds just like the rest of all of the Trumps. Now, do I still think that she's being held hostage? Absolutely. Oh, like do you? Woman. Right. Because oh, it, she can't, it, it has she can't cast, stand him. It, well, she, not standing him, and but having views aligned with him. Mm. Uh, is different to not standing him being held hostage and just waiting until the moment the 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 presidency is over so she can finally divorce think, him. I don't think there's any critical thinking there. You right. know, it's okay. just whatever. I'm stuck in this role that I never wanted to be in. I wanted to live in New York and live my fancy life and now I'm in this bloody house in Washington where nothing goes on in Washington DC. Yeah. That's not what she signed up for. It's not what any of them bloody signed up for. I watched The Comey Rule. Did you watch that? No, I haven't. It's it, It's out, is it? Yeah. I meant to watch that. On that's going to be, that's going to be tonight's glass of vino material. Is it, the, is, it, is it all one part or is it in a couple of parts? There's two parts, an hour and 35 each part. Mm-hmm. It is very hard to watch. But, oh. I, I haven't in part one I have never had anxiety higher watching something oh, on right, the television. Okay. And we have watched now I slept through it but you know when you watch horrible things in the world that happen? Uh-huh. You know, what happened in, in Beirut earlier on this year? Planes going into the... Two, you know when you're sitting there just kind of going, this is so unbelievably horrible and disgusting and, and you're crying watching the TV and you're sad. This thing, I had to get up and walk around. I was oh, so... Jesus. 
why has he done this? Why has he done this? I don't think he was a bad man, but I do think he was incredibly pompous. Um, Mike Comey in all of his decisions that his yeah. morality was more important superseded everything. It's very difficult to watch. I is it one it really of those situations hard. as well watching it because it is a, a dramatisation of real life that you yeah. kind of think, oh, it's going to turn out different. <laughs> it's, oh, for a while you're hoping. Like you really are. Like you're really hoping. But then the worst thing is, you know, as you go along, you Google things. Right. Like yeah. when you watch, um, what was I watching? And you'd be Googling things. The presidential oh, I debate, I saw bits of it and then I'd be Googling while I was watching the clips. Cause but this things, is a yeah. drama. And yeah. you Google and you went, oh, that really happened. Oh, that oh, that's a direct quote because everything that comes out of Trump's mouth has been verified by sources. So it's all taken from a higher loyalty, Mike uh, Comey's book. Okay. And then you go into Rod um, uh, Rod Rothstein, Ro- Ro- I think his name is, and um, him saying that he'd wear a wire going into the into the uh, oval so that he they could get Trump and remove him from office. All the crazy stuff that's in this drama really happened. So you spend your time Googling going, did that really happen? Because 2016 feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, that's the other thing. I, I, I listened to the, the this pod, pod Save America and Pod Save the World and the Crooked Media podcasts. I listened to a mm. bunch of them. And Fake news. I started listening to them around that time and the NPR mm. Politics podcast as well. Yeah. And... Uh, even hearing hearing about stuff now that happened in 2016 is like going oh yeah I remember I remember that yeah I remember listening to that at the time that, that and that was a big scandal for like two days at the time oh yeah, yeah I completely forgot because the world is the way it is um, the thing I've been thinking about Melania though and it's interesting that the tapes cast her in just a negative light as her husband is God love her for getting the COVID because like after all she's been through now she's got the COVID. No, you know, but it turns out no. she's just as much of an arse as he is. So, nah, whatever. Oh, I think they're all terrible human beings. Um, but you're like, so are they all going to come down with this? Like, surely Don Jr. Not Eric. He obviously has got no respect for Eric. He hates Eric. But Ivanka and he tries to shift Ivanka 75 times a day. So Ugh. that poor thing, what's going to happen to her? There is um, the casting for Jared Kushner in the Comey rule is... I thought it was Jared Kushner. It is so good. Who is it? So, is it a, is it someone we know? Is it someone I didn't, famous? Or just I didn't a guy know him. Look, no, I didn't Jared. know him, and I just felt really bad for him because <laughs> right. I went onto his IMDb and I was like, "Oh my god, you look the spit of Jared Kushner," and, and he'll never get any other work. And he's just—he's that creepy. He just looks like the Grim Reaper on the television, and that poor actor. I was like, "Oh my god, you poor thing, you poor." Jesus Christ, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, I just it's, say, what's his name? What his name? Jared Comey Rule. Sorry, I'm just, this is just a photograph of him. I just did the image uh, uh, search. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Philip Riccio. Oh, the poor fella. Oh, he is the bulb of him. I actually know him from somewhere. What do I know him from? He's in, he's in something else. Diary of he's the in, Dead, Rent a Goalie, The Reception. All right. he's, in, he's in Tings. He's been in he's little in things. He's been. He's, in, he's, he's been in. You've been watching. Um, your woman, Mindy. <gasps> oh, I never yeah. got into that. No, I was always like, and she's been highly regarded because she, didn't she start on Community or one of those or The, the office? office? Right, okay. The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would have been one of the writers in The Office. Uh, the first two seasons of The Mindy Project, it's just giving me so much happiness and it, 
uh, the first few seasons are really good, really, really funny. And then it go- starts going downhill. Well, season three is good as well. But um, I never oh, made it past it season four because something that happened in it made me so upset. But I'm going to yeah, make I, it this time. Do you know what? You, uh, you've referenced this a few times on your socials, this mm. this terrible thing happening. And yeah. I would only watch it to see what it is the hell you're on about. <laughs> oh, you won't care. But I'm talking to a few few mates online about it. And... Um, and we just want, you know, there's so Someone many great dies, dramas that are like, coming out. It's like no. Grey's Anatomy or something, what? No, it's not that. It's not. They they just ruin everything. So I'm doing, I'm so doing. So she breaks out up top, with the boyfriend then, I presume. I'm doing out a top 10 of the best telecouples, the best chemistry of telecouples, trying to find my top 10. And Mindy and Danny have moved like Raymond. <laughs> the first two seasons, I would just say if you enjoy it or if Kate starts watching it and she enjoys it. Right. Get ready to move that once yearly sex session up, my friend. Really? Wow, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I better um I better buy some new aftershavers or a new new pair of boxers maybe or something in, in anticipation something. of the He is attractive, but he's tiny, isn't he? He's um, tiny. He reminds me of JP. Uh he's like <laughs> He's, because he's got a JP body. Oh, definitely. And it's not just the body, it's the whole vibe from him is cuz he was in um uh, the newsroom as well. He was one. Of, he was the son of. He was yes. The owner. What yes. Was her name uh, Jane Fonda. Yeah, he was in the newsroom, and he was in um, Argo and the other Ben Affleck one. Was he in? Um... See, that's why he kind of goes. He doesn't technically leave, but he kind of goes because he went off and did two Ben Affleck movies. How dare you, Ben Affleck, ruin my one of my favorite shows? He did. Um, he was in some Doctor thing as well. Could it have been Grey's Anatomy. Chris Messina. Huh? Everybody. Chris Messina. Is Chris his Messina, his name. He's the boyfriend in the Mindy Project. Oh, and, uh, and and it turns all, out everything I like I see him small. <laughs> Every, uh, everything I see him in, I think, JP. Because it's just like he's... Oh, he's don't th- ruin it for me. He's thin, he's small, and he's kind of like... Sharp, like he's sharp. He's sharp, but you know he's a man who is particular in real life. Whether he's what, whatever, but his, his characters, like in real life, you know that this Chris, he like he goes to the gym, he plays golf, regimented, <laughs> regimented about his gym, about Absolutely. his eating, the times he eats, what sort of things he drinks, yeah, yeah. um, leaving, uh, leaving parties and pubs and social events he's been invited to <laughs> early and at certain times. Now we're just turning him into JP, though. He is JP. You're so right. He's JP. He's the exact Does same he as walk JP? around with the same mug of water all day long? <laughs> <laughs> only drink out of that mug. will only sit in a certain chair. A hundred percent. And speaking of your old buddy JP from the radio, RIP. Yeah. Raymond is up for an award tonight at the Radio Awards. Ooh. I am RIP. Uh, we haven't been talking about it though. The radio stations have been running these ads and I've been taking the, these... Um, uh, promos or jingles during the show that it's like Red FM up for radio awards <laughs> including and then they because they're up for like when they they're, do that. they're up for a bunch of awards yeah and you don't know which one it's going to be until it's saying your name so I'm now taking them all out because <laughs> it it feels weird to be playing like while you're on it feels weird yeah. to be going Whereas that's why they do it Because they're like Alert to people That he's nominated For an award Uh, 
I'm not doing anything with the awards. It's funny. I've. Are you I, going to watch them? Utter, absolutely not. No, no. Because no. it would be hours long. I mean, the awards are always the worst part of the radio awards. Oh my God. And that's all the, so it is this year. On interminably the boring. But the housemate came home with a little party pack. All right. That had been given out for the awards. So like bottle of Prosecco and, and Lucozade and Panadol and uh, jellies. Like a survival kit for the awards. You've already eaten like, the jellies and the Panadol, haven't you? I haven't. I ate the, <laughs> the potatoes were eaten. And I'm like, so I'm just going to leave the house tomorrow. I, tonight, I don't need to be here for that. He's like, I'm not, I'm not what? It's fine. You can stay will, in the house. Will people know he's on it? Like, this is what I was wondering about it because they sent me the email about it yesterday. And I'm, I was like, if I'm, will other, one, will my colleagues know I'm on it? And two, will the... You don't know. And then the other thing is, do they cut to you, potentially, if you win? No, I think, it's like, someone has to be nominated if you're getting an award to accept the award or to be the person that waves or whatever. I don't know how it's working. Oh, well, then I haven't won anything because no one has... Um... No, 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 as in no one knows yet. All right, okay. So, so, so they I do cut... I, right, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly have... I don't know. And I don't work in the industry. I, I don't care. I don't, that's love. must be a lovely feeling. I remember I the year that we were um, we were out of work and it was a, do you know what? Someone said to me, the radio awards are on tonight. And I was like, I love, brilliant. I don't care. And I feel very much the same this year. In fact, I so checked out of the radio awards this year. And this is not a, I don't mean it in a disrespectful way because, you know, it's a lovely thing to be uh, recognised by your industry. But uh, I had, the 2020 has been that kind of year that like, it was in the mid, like you had to put in your entries in the middle of lockdown and... Do all that from home. And I was like, dude, I've got two kids. They're not in school. Like, So Kira, who works on the show and in the radio station, I said, look, at you do this. You chop a few entries together. Send them in. I don't even want to listen to them. I don't uh, care. I don't care. I don't We're care. obligated to enter and I'll buy you an Alexa. So that's that's what's what happened. So she made them, and I bought her. An, she, her daughter wanted an Alexa, or a, you got her an Alexa. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, great, we're off the hook then, done. So next year, next year, definitely now when life returns to normal. I um, love you. You're absolutely brilliant. Here's an Alexa. Here's here's a thing. Here's a, a here's, thing. Here's, yeah, you did something for me. I, here's a thing. Yeah. So, so. That's happening tonight, right? Radio Awards. But this week has been insane. Yeah. This, can you remember the other day? It was this week that your man Darcy left politics to go into a lobby group that would be lobbying politicians. That happened this week. Yeah. The exam fiasco was this week. What the, what the hell with the exam fiasco, by the way? Like, can I, can like I just, it's almost like it was a joke that it was like, ah, uh, you know, the way we told you everything was going to be cool about the exams and we've had nothing but strife about it since. Well, six and a half thousand kids actually got the wrong exam results in the end. Like, what? Are you my, kidding me? My favourite thing about it, my favourite thing about it has to be, you know, the German school in Klonski, mm-hmm. that everything is done yeah. through German. 
where last year, what was it, 42 or 41% of the pupils got H1s or A1s in our day. H1s, in the German. highest possible grade. Because they're native German speakers. They're actual Germans, folks. Actual Germans, Germans in Ireland. And yes, it's a private German, school. Yeah. So everyone's like, well, private schools, they think they should be getting all these. No, no, these kids are actual Germans. Yeah. And the amount of them that didn't get the higher grade. And some gombean who can say... Ikein Berliner in Limerick got yeah. a H1. I'm sitting there going, how did you get like 14% of them? That's all that got H1s. I'm like, you have given actual German people who could go to university right now and teach and, and German. Teach German. <laughs> you have given them a lower grade and than also, an A1. Aside from them being German, <laughs> they're German. Like they are committed, <laughs> like, like disciplined, hardworking <laughs> <laughs> on time punctual so aside from being German and speaking German they're actually German in their temperament and outlook they wouldn't have been 15 minutes late for a podcast Jesus Christ for 14 minutes uh, but hey who's counting uh, but seriously like unbelievable and do you know what this, this other thing as well this Norma Foley no relation I have to stress <laughs> She, I have to ardently stress. Oh, someone do someone someone find the spines in that tree. Oh, I'm sure someone there is. find I'm sure there is. Yeah. But my sweet baby Jesus, she, she does not instill confidence, does she? Like Do you my, miss Joe McHugh? What? Do you miss Joe McHugh? <laughs> it's at times like this you miss Joe McHugh. No, actually, in fairness, out of the frying pan into the fire, like with the like definitely. But, I well, like oh, Joe McHugh. Why are we so stuck for for good people in uh, the de- department of education? What, what's that? What's what's that about? Why why is it that education is and surely? Well, I I this is what I thought when they were um, negotiating the program for government at the time, or uh, they were handing out the cabinet positions. That like surely, the big ones heading into the second half of the year would have to be the three biggies would have to be health, finance. And education, because education was going to be a big deal as we approached September and the schools yeah. had to open up again and we had yeah. to get all the results and get everyone back into colleges yeah. again. Instead, yeah. it was like, anyone want education, lads? Norma? <laughs> Who's Norma Foley? I don't and know. Simon, and Simon Harris is sitting there going, lads, I'm, I'm right here. I'm I'm right here ready for... Available. Uh, like, I've, I've been the one politician who has been open and transparent about absolutely yeah. everything. And he's a guy who seems to work his absolute socks off you go into higher education there it's fine yeah. it's grand and do you know when we've got right wing Americans um, invading our country via social media uh, to try to create the skiism between um, the values that we have created over the past 20 years where we've become a more liberal country and we're more we accept you and tolerate you. Um, let's let's bring in all these Americans and a woman who agrees with them as we're trying to come up with a sex education um, plan for, for people in school. Let's yeah. bring in Norma Foley, who kind of doesn't think there should be anything like that and hates the repeal movement. Let's put her into education. Let's put her in sounds charge Sounds ideal to me. Sounds like a good, a, sounds like a a good bargain. Sounds like a good I, bargain. Great idea. Great, uh, great my idea. wife went to a First Holy Communion uh, a couple of days ago. Do you feel comfortable talking about this now? 
Oh, what, my wife going to a first Holy Communion? Just because the communions and the confirmations, everyone, no one's, they were looking at the young people in Cork and Galway and all their drinking. They're also going, how about the even younger ones? Yeah. The ones who want to get the, the dresses on for the communions. God bless them. Apparently they've been so upset about it all. I don't understand it. Uh, I think uh, we've got a bizarre relationship in this country with education and religion and and yeah. and home. And, and that like... I was talking to a woman, I don't know what day it was, but she was talking about either her grandchild or her child doing uh, doing her first Holy Communion. And there was it was absolutely abundantly clear that there was no, like, it, they weren't religious people. There was no religious reason for it whatsoever. It was yeah. the party and the right. But is it a rite of passage, do you know, that you, I really do remember my communion day. Now, obviously, I come from a, quite a religious family. Um, they love it, like love it. Oh, they're mad into the... Oh, flipping mad are, into they, Are they bread in the hand or bread on the tongue types? They would have been bread in the tongue types. There you flipping knew it. I like, knew it. Do you know what I mean? The day I discovered... Because didn't they tell you in school that you couldn't... You weren't old enough to do bread in the hand yes! until you were 12? Until What's you that were about? Until first year? Like, so bizarre. It's like, why? You you had to wait until... Com- oh, confirmation. That was when you could decide to take bread in the hand. It's up to yourself then. Up to your, you were allowed. Remember all the kids at confirmation going, yeah, give it to me in my hand, please. Thanks very much. What a, I had completely forgotten about that. How weird is that? Like, it's, it's what Jesus would have wanted. I mean, it was one of his last things that he said. Love like, touching people's tongues. He was like, listen, um, if any kids under the age of 12 before <laughs> yeah. confirmation want to get the bread in the hand, I'm not really cool with that. So I'm not really cool with them touching my body. Peter, are you getting this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, Lord. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm cool with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've run out of, um, my chisel has just stopped working. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I've run out of vellum. And he shakes, the, he's, got to, he's got to reshape the chisel. I need, I need another slab. Someone get me another slab. I've run out of the slab here. Okay, go on. I'm ready to take the notes again. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, we're in a position at the moment where it's like. Peter, uh, his little secretary. <laughs> Peter, are you getting this? <laughs> Thomas is like, I'm not sure about this, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for anyone who hasn't grown up in an in a in a Christian or an Irish Catholic tradition, we apologize, but that is some top notch religious jokes there. That is that's some great satire. Loving it. Loving uh, it. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I just here's the thing. Uh, my wife, uh, we we didn't get married. We've we're, we're there are some like basics of of Catholicism that we just that don't we don't don't gel with. Do you know what I mean? It's just like we, there's some there are elements of faith that we would certainly like to get into. Yeah. Uh, faith and community actually are very important yeah. things. Uh, um, uh, but I don't and and Catholicism or Christianity in general could probably do it for us, but. Catholicism have, has a few, just a few little things. The whole that, hating women is pretty tough. Um, it, I actually don't mind that one. I know. Uh, yeah, I thought you'd be fine. <laughs> if if know, it updated and gays, and, if it updated a bit, yeah, it, and women, it could yeah. actually be an all an all right institution for community. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it, yeah. and it's so important. It's so and it's so important that you have something that you can all believe in. That is a bit mystical as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it would be a nice sort of thing rather than mm. thinking 
closing my eyes and breathing deeply is going to fix all my my problems. It's well, the people same. Really, people really get into get into that sort of stuff. The magic. No, as in the breathing deeply stuff. Because I'm somewhere, I don't know what the hell I believe. But the breathing deeply doesn't do it for me. All right, okay. I, I, you know, therapy I, I haven't tried me. properly. Although my, my Fitbit thought I was doing yoga at one stage. This No, I'm going to stop this conversation. Oh, you dirty bee. Very slow, sensual. You like sting yourself and your housemates. Have, you, have but, you ever worn, you're like, this is a garment. Have you ever worn your Fitbit when you're, when you're having sex? Give a, give a, give a garment. I tell you what, he's given more than a garment, lads. <laughs> it's an interesting thing because this is new. And I was like, what's that? And anyway, it was interesting. I have done. Um, my watch has said, uh, Mr. Foley, we think you're having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Mine thought I was really relaxed. I was well, like, there you go. I've never seen this little person. What's this little person do? And it was this person who was in a zen-like state. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> it was pretty good. He automatically went Googling it going, what does it mean? What does it mean? He was like, it's a good thing, baby. Top, top marks. Well done, top sir. Marks. Well done. <laughs> Round of applause. I would advise everyone if they've got a, a Fitbit thing to keep it on. I've Just kept it on. I, it does. Um, it, it, with the elevated heart rate, it it, it uh, calculates more calories. But uh, it does. It, <gasps> the heart attack thing has hasn't happened. It has happened. The heart attack thing has happened. Um, that time I got very sick. Uh, it it came up three times that night. You, you went to the hospital. Yeah, the night. Um, Jesus, that was, that was this year. Yeah, that was that the was start of COVID. It was like a month into COVID or a few weeks into COVID. Yeah. Oh my god, it feels like it was so long ago. But that night it came up like three times. The, the watch has a built-in sort of heart monitor in it, and was like, "Is is everything okay? Because your heart is all over, or heart rate is all over the shop." That's not nice. No, that's I don't weird. like that. Yeah. No, but uh, that's, that's not nice at all. But I, yeah, uh, the ride—it's just a few calories, really. That's all I ever get out of it. That's all I ever get out of it. I'm sure Kate gets an awful lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, folks, on that disgusting image. Disgusting. I'm so sorry. Chop all that out, will you? Uh, we're done because uh, we got to go on a Zoom call. Because I was late. I got, an e- I got an email on, uh, we got a podcast out of it. It's grand. Uh, I got an email about what's on tonight's show. And I... <gasps> I'm very excited. Oh, thank God. Because I'm literally, I have no idea who's on tonight's show. <laughs> Michael Spicer. Oh my God, Michael Spicer. He's the comedian who does The Room Next Door. So you know you've got Sarah Cooper in America who does the Trump lip, lip syncs. Oh, oh, now I know. Michael Spicer yeah. is the guy who does The Room Next Door, pretends he's in the earpiece of Boris Johnson. And he is, I love very him. very good, yeah. So he is on the show tonight. Oh, I wonder what he's like in real life. Because he's quite... I don't, I'm very excited. Cutting and catty on this. I'm on videos. Yeah. very excited about it. I you said like, Michael Spicer, I thought Sean Spicer. And I thought... There you go. That's weird. Oh, lads. In the middle of the Comey rule, they, they intertrap it with real stuff from, from television. Do you and remember stuff, Sean, Sean Spicer? My Sean God. Spicer came up and I was like, Jesus, what's his name? I completely... Fr- and Sarah Huckabee Sanders came up. I was like, I forgot these people existed. Anyway, oh, that's there was it from a good us. quote from Sarah Huckabee Sanders this week about oh, the tax Jesus. thing. There was something along the lines of Donald Trump pays so much taxes, and his tax rec- records or tax returns are so long and difficult to understand. That was this week. Uh, yeah, because that came out as well. You only paid seven hundred fifty quid. On, on I paid months. more tax in New York than Donald Trump did. <laughs> that is no joke. We calculated it. I was I'm like, shopping. On the trip, uh, the New York taxes for the hotel, for the bars, for all... The, I'm like, I paid more taxes than him. There you go. Uh, there you uh, go. Anyway, we've got to go. Sixpitspot at gmail.com. Uh, uh, as, as year by Jan. As, 
Did you see Azerbaijan are in a conflict or they're, uh, they're are they giving their, this the old business over in Azerbaijan? Azer- Azerbaijan? Azerbaijan? Azerbaijan and is the Ukraine Ru- they're fighting over a spot at the moment? But isn't there a bit of Russia meddling going on there? Yes, and France. Yes. We never got to talk about geopolitics, guys. Well, uh, next Friday, next Friday. Ah, we we really dropped the ball there. We did, yeah. <laughs> enjoy your time. Uh, hello to everyone who's outside Donegal and, and Dublin. Enjoy your non-lockdown while you still have it. Uh, we love you all. Yeah, you've got another what? A few days. Thirteen hours left, maybe. May, I wonder now we'll whether see. we'll be talking to Michael Spicer at all tonight. There'll be a big long press oh, conference. Let's. let's uh, uh, Stay away from yourselves. Stay away from yourselves. And And each each other. other.